Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now now the first day of christmas my true love gave to me a partridge in a pear tree and on that second day of christmas my true love gave to me Two turtle doves! Another partridge in a bear tree. Platinum hip-hop recording artist DMX is back with a new album singing all the holiday classics. Hawk how the bells, sweet silver bells, all seem to say, throw cares away. Christmas is here, bringing good cheer to young and old, meek and the bold. Oh, how they bound, raising the sound over the hill, telling their tale. Christmas, Christmas. Over 20 cheery renditions from the voice of a generation. You better not shout. What? You better not cry. Come on. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus coming to town. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. Fa la 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 la. Frosty the snowman was a jolly happy soul With an old crack pipe and a couple hoes And two chrome-bladed fofos What? I simply must go But baby, it's cold outside The answer is no Look, bitch, it's cold outside! And who could forget the song that started it all? You know Dash for a dancer Prancer and Vixen Comet and Cupid and Donder and Blixen but do you recall what's that? The most famous reindeer of all. Come on! Put off the red nose reindeer. Had a very shiny nose. And if you ever saw it, you would even say it goes. Come on, come on! All of the other reindeers used to have to call him names. They never let poor Rudolph join in any reindeer game. Santa baby. Why don't you slip that jacket under the tree for me? Now give me your motherfucking car keys! Mr. Hanky, the Christmas poo, small and brown, he comes from you. Sit on the toilet, here he comes, squeezing between your festive buns. Now available exclusively on Patreon at EILMF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one last plot holes a gratuitous boobies It's time to get busy With your friend Steven Izzy Sure of it. Two 
two families bound by tradition and locked in a war. These two guys with the machine guns, they start blasting off, well, none of y'all make it home. And one man. The old man didn't think you'd make it. And you? I knew you would. It's just a matter of time. Caught in the middle. Trisha, I can't have you hanging with you's boy. What the hell were you doing in there? We're in the middle of a damn war. Let me tell you something, okay? Whatever my father and Mac are into has nothing to do with you. In a world of vicious rivalries and violent betrayals, only one thing is certain. Sorry, Romeo. I'm taking your most valued asset. Romeo must die. That was a mistake. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned from Movies. And a Merry DMXmas to all. And to all a DMXmas night. <laughs> yes, it is DMXmas here at Everything I Learned from Movies. Steve's most wonderful, <laughs> wonderful time what? of the year. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> and with it, we're talking about 2000s. Romeo must die. Is this really a DMX film? No. Or is this more a Jet Li I film? I must have confused it with Cradle to the Grave because he's in like two scenes in this movie. But you know what? We're still doing it. Yeah! <laughs> but first, <clears throat> I'm a little parched, babe. What you got for me? Oh, <clears throat> well, let's see. What? We are recording this live, but recorded <laughs> from Utah. From the Fortress of Solitude. Yeah. And so in honor of that, we have from Wasatch Brewing, Snowbird Session IPA. Yeah, Snowbird being one of the many ski resorts here in the northern Utah area. It's also people who flee the snow to go to the sun. Oh, is a snowbird like the people who like go from like the midwest to arizona or florida during the sun during the winter oh. those are snowbirds good to know i did not know that ah! <laughs> oh the bird opened this beer for me what's oh, up <laughs> ah, the bird has it and the pour this is being poured into a wonderful goblet that i'm pretty sure can hold a two liter Right. Yes, it's like a co- it's like a cognac snifter. It was the only thing in the cupboard, Steve. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so it's got a, it definitely has uh it's got the hop haze, it's a little hazy, nice golden color, big white frothy head, especially pouring it into this goddamn goblet. <laughs> Steve's going in for the taste. Oh no. His face. It's mm-hmm. yeah, no, I think he's enjoying it. Nice light, uh, kind of a kind of a drier little session IPA. But yeah, definitely on the drier side. Citrus note, like a little bit of a like grapefruit. Not too crazy hoppy. This is delightful. Yeah, it's a good all day drinking beer. Mm. And let's see, in being made in Utah, it is. I think 4%. 4% by alcohol. Hey, or alcohol by volume. Yeah. So, yeah, you could really drink it all day and well, stay hydrated. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Steve, mm. Romeo must die. If you say so. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. His from... name's not even Romeo. No, nobody's name is Romeo in this. But that, yeah. that line DMX said, Romeo, I'm taking your most valuable asset. I'm not sure that was in the movie. The first time he says Romeo, he says, Romeo, I really hate to do this to you, but you're going to have to yeah. die. you got to die. Yeah, and it, and it wasn't DMX. It was Isaiah Washington. I apologize. <laughs> uh, but yes, from director Andre Bartkowiak. Sorry. Who's he, Steve? Well, he's been a director on this podcast before. What? A repeat offender. Uh, this was his directorial debut. 
Uh, he also did Exit Wounds, another BMX mm. movie. Cradle to the Grave. Yeah. Another BMX movie, basically a sequel to this one. <laughs> Doom. Yeah. Yeah. And Street Fighter, The Legend of Chun-Li. Yeah. So this was, guy only makes gold. Yep, Solid was, gold. This was, is his rom-com. <laughs> and he was also the cinematographer on a few movies. Um, what are those, Steve? Twins. What? Falling Down. Oh, my Speed. God. Species. Yes. Jade. Dante's Peak. Devil's Advocate. U.S. Oh. Marshals, Lethal Weapon 4, and Trespass. So what are we interviewing him? One. What are we interviewing him? <laughs> uh, coming next week. <laughs> so this guy this guy is a patron saint of our podcast. <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to get him since Doom, so. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting on you, Andre. Jet Li is in this movie, along yeah. with Aaliyah, Isaiah oh. Washington, Russell Wong, not my friend, the other guy, <laughs> uh, Delroy Lindo, Anthony Anderson, and of course, DMX as Silk. Yeah, because he's silky smooth. <laughs> but the movie starts off with driving. Yeah. While listening the song that's in their uh, DVD player. The best of Aaliyah? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, DMX at the beginning. Oh, that's uh, right. It was DMX at the beginning. Crawl, which is a great song. But they basically drive all over San Francisco and show all the highlights. All over San Francisco. Apparently, they were taking a very roundabout way to get everywhere. Because they're going to Oakland. Yeah. Why you would go through the city to get to Oakland, you would never do. Well, apparently in this movie, there was no traffic. That would be like going past 24th Street to get to Manhattan. Yeah. Like, why would you do that? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry, to get to New Jersey. But eventually, after driving all over the city, uh, they end up at a strip club. And, yeah. Or, no, I guess it was just a dance club, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was just like, it was, yeah, they were just club hopping. Yeah. Um, and uh, he was turning it into a strip club. Yeah, yeah, there's little nip slips and yeah, yeah. this movies. Yeah, and there's some young Asian man seems to be controlling the scene while uh, these super fit African-American gentlemen were looking on very displeased. Indeed. And, and one of them walks up uh, saying the lyrics to Amazing Grace for some reason. Right? Um, <laughs> Why? Well, Mama used to sing me that song. Yeah. You get the fuck out of here. I stay because free country or something like that. (laughs) And then we got a Chinese gang fight because his brother showed up and was like, I'm taking him out. He's like, no, man, we got to fight now. No, it's not his brother. It's his bodyguard. Oh, that's right. That's right. It's his bodyguard. The guy from Miami Vice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hawaii Five-0. Hawaii Five-0. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> the new Hawaii Five-0. Yeah. I think his name's K in the movie, and the little guy's Poe. Yes, the the little one is Poe. Yeah, but um, K shows up to take Poe back to his father's place, but then it's, oh no, we gotta fight now, blah, blah, blah. So then there's a fight, and basically K ends up beating everybody's ass, but then it's interrupted with machine gun fire. Oh, shit. And DMX. Yeah. So you need to stop. These motherfuckers gonna spray. There ain't nobody going home. That's uh, that's basically the most he's in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, DMX uh, Silk is the owner of the club, and he basically says, "Hey, whatever you got, take it outside." Yeah, not in my club. <laughs> and then uh, we cut to the next morning, and we find Poe dead in a tree. Oh no, hanging from a tree. Oh no, uh, it was a pole or something, wasn't it? Oh yeah, it's telephone pole. Yes. A yeah. Little... And a little, little African American kid on a bike stops to in a stern at him, so he died in the black neighborhood. Yeah, so that we, uh, which will be significant in a minute. Yeah, <clears throat> so we got to uh, the golf course, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where we find Delroy Lindo and Isaiah Washington. <laughs> yep. Playing golf, and then all of a sudden he gets a phone call. Oh no, it's his backyard. He's practicing for the golf course. 
Oh shit, that's right. Because he takes the phone that's call right. in the house, and he is sweating way too much for somebody just playing golf. Yeah. <laughs> he may be having a stroke. <laughs> he may be fighting off a fever of some sort. I don't or know. Heat. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, Delroy Lindo gets a call, and it's like, "Hello, really? Where? Oh shit." Shit. <laughs> Call all the guys. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta get a, a welcome basket or something. We gotta, we gotta make this right somehow. Yeah. And, yeah. The gang, Bo- the rifle gang leader's son was found dead in his territory. Yeah. And then, of course, we cut then to a Hong Kong prison. Yeah. Where we find uh, a lot of people that look like Jet Li in prison. Um, Jet Li and all his siblings. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they're not siblings. <laughs> I'm getting breaking news. <laughs> but when we pan around, he's there having lunch, and then somebody comes by and whispers something in his ear. Mm-hmm. And then you see, the, the, basically this is the scene where, like, gently starts shaking a little bit. You can almost hear the... And he goes full Kill Bill on the whole prison. Yeah, Wait. Pretty much. He basically just, like, gets up, starts walking towards the door, he's like... I need to leave. You ain't going nowhere. You know, it's all in subtitles or whatever. But then it's... Yeah. He just takes out like 15 guards. And luckily one of them wears exactly his size. So he steals his uniform. Yeah. <laughs> and he just walks right out the front door. Oh, that's right. There was the... He has the talk. So the, the last gate guard goes, hey, where are you going? And he goes, I'm going to the track. And the last gate guard stops and he looks around and then he leans in. And he t- proceeds to tell him his life story of gambling, how he never wins anything at the track, <laughs> and how it would be great if he could win just once. Meanwhile, one of the guards running naked through the halls is trying to set off the alarms, but apparently they're only on, like, one floor. Yeah. And we cut back to the world's longest story about being a sucky gambler. <laughs> and then we cut back to the naked guard trying to hit the panic button. And then we cut back to the world's longest story about being a shitty gambler and this guy not getting to his fucking point. Then the alarm goes off. Like, wait, 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 stop right there. Gently stops, he turns. Can you place a bet for me? Yes. <laughs> he goes right off on his motorcycle. No, it was a bicycle. <laughs> or a bicycle. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He's a bike cop. That's right. <laughs> He's a bike prison guard. <laughs> oh, no. That's right. Okay. I was like, wait, he got out of, he was in a cell right. That's right, because he was doing the hanging upside down when he was fighting oh, and stuff, too. They, that's right. So he picked the fight, and then when they broke up the fight, they decided to hang him upside down from one foot. Yeah. And then being hung upside down from one foot is where he managed to beat the shit out of 15 guards. Yeah. It, it only made him more lethal. Exactly. <laughs> ha! Now the, the constraints of gravity don't affect me. <laughs> <laughs> Not the last time it's going to happen in this movie. <laughs> By the way, Jet Li, amazing fighter. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. It, watching, I this entire movie is worth it just to watch him in his athleticism. He makes everything look easy. Yeah. He doesn't even, like, break a sweat or breathe hard. Like, he does all these amazing stunts and then just calmly walks away. Yeah, or, like, the guy's, like, going nuts, like... And he's just kind of saying, he's not even looking at him. He's just got like the one hand like blocking everything and then like pushes him away. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Gently, all the respect. Yeah. And and the thing is, he's probably slowing down so the cameras can catch it. It's like Wesley Snipes. Oh yeah. There's a, there's a couple of, uh, there's a couple of scenes coming up where he definitely slowed it down for his fellow actors. (laughs) 
It's like, yes, he, you go, I go, you go, I go, you go, so I go, bored go, in some of these fight scenes. Ah, uh, there we go, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right, the, the two, uh, the, the families, Delroy Lindo and oh, yes. um, the father of the Chinese triad or whatever. Uh, basically, the, the two families that own the docks in Oakland or whatever. Well, I guess it's like five Chinese families that own the docks, but yeah, uh, yeah the, Poe's dad, the kid who's dead... Yeah, they is they they the, meet at like the leader of it. Yeah, yeah, he's the leader. Uh, but they meet at the airport because they have to go through the metal detectors and stuff, so nobody has guns. <laughs> that's where they basically meet, and Delroy and they're like, "I'm sorry to hear about your son. We're going to find out who did this and take care of it." And the father's basically like, "I'm sure you will, but we'll have our own people looking into it too." And uh, don't he was be, found in your territory. Yeah, don't be surprised if it's in your your hood. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then we're introduced to uh, the daughter, uh, Trish, played by Aaliyah. Yeah. And This is Delroy her, Lindo's daughter. Yeah, Delroy Lindo's daughter. Yeah, sorry. D- not to be confused. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not, not daughter of the Chinese triad leader. Um, and, sweetie, how would you describe the place where she works? Oh, she apparently runs a daycare, dance studio, clothing store, coffee shop. Yeah, all in a space of about 400 square feet. Yeah, And yeah. it's the Singh family, S-I-N-G. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for the Chinese family, yeah. And then the O'Days for the yes. uh, Delroy Lindo and Aaliyah. And uh, we're, we'll soon be introduced to her brother as well. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, her, uh, her place of work is amazing. And she apparently owns it. She, uh, she started with her daddy's money, but she doesn't need his help after that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't need your help after paying for everything. Huh. Um, yeah, thank you for purchasing me a storefront and all my but, goods and services. Now I'm going to take it here from here but on my sweetie, own. It's just not a good idea to have a coffee shop and a clothing store and a daycare and a dance studio all in the same place when you don't even know how to work with customer. Yeah, she's just like, like somebody goes in and like, excuse me, do you have this in a different size? Uh-huh, uh-huh. She's going to help you. No, no, can you help her? I got to get over here to the dance studio. Hey, hey, Yeah, Jesus. Hey. Customer service, Aaliyah. Customer service. We're introduced to Maurice, uh, played by Anthony Anderson, who's assigned to uh, watch over Aaliyah while, oh, you know. Oh, Lord. How come he didn't die? Because <laughs> he's the comic relief, babe. Uh, is he? Yeah. Is he? He's Anthony Anderson. I is think, he? I think he's funny. Not in this movie, but in general. <laughs> Oh, well, maybe I just need to see more of his movies, <laughs> question mark? Maybe. Obviously, Maurice isn't the the greatest bodyguard in the world, which is weird because, obviously, he has a lot of guys who are capable of defending yeah, and or killing Yeah, Mr. Renee has, is like, it controls basically, like, half the waterfront. Why would he put this distracted motherfucker on, on to watch his daughter? Ooh, I think I know why. He's the only one who'd never be able to tap that? Maybe, exactly. Well, that's one. Also... Kind of a large target, so he oh he more, can more, more likely block he'll her. catch the shot or something. Maybe. <laughs> so, sorry, Anthony, did you do? So of course, from there we cut to a barber shop with of course two characters we had never seen before, and uh, they're talking about uh, the news is talking about how like the NFL is looking to expand into Oakland, although I think they already have the Raiders or something at that point. They already have the Raiders. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, They moved back in like '94, I want to say. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Well, anyway, they're gonna build another stadium with another team in Oakland. (laughs) Oakland needs two teams. Yeah, and guess where they were gonna build that new stadium? 
On the waterfront? Exactly where the Warriors are building their new stadium. What? <laughs> but yeah, they're talking to the barbershop. All of a sudden, oh, one of them gets a package. Oh, oh. what could this be? Why are they <laughs> delivering it here? Let me open it. <laughs> Boom! Explosion. Yeah. yeah. This guy's all dead. And we come to find out, why was that guy taken out? Oh. Just that they were blowing up. Pro- oh, so, so they're that's like, right. So they're like the five families on each side. So... Captain Singh, Father Singh, is the head of the five Chinese families. Oday is kind of the head of the five African American families that like own it. So these are essentially the uh, the the sub gang leaders. Okay, okay. They're starting to get taken out. That's right. And then there's the whole a whole thing where they're trying to uh, take up the property there on the docks for the stadium or whatever. Uh-huh. So I think they're trying to like there's like a few holdouts and they're trying to kill those people. So then they get the deeds. It doesn't just go to their families and then they sell it for 10 times what it's worth. Yeah, because or... they're all business partners. They get spread between the different business partners. Oh, okay. That's that's why the gang families are all bonded together is so that they, the businesses can control the waterfront versus, so like the Sings and then the other five families all have their holdings together so that they can basically keep the O'Days and those families out. So it's it just because it gets spread between the other families. Okay. Okay. The, yeah. At least the control of the properties. People are being killed so that real estate can be acquired. Yes. Apparently that's how it happens. We then uh, cut to the airport where Jet Li's just getting off a flight. Yeah. Uh, how do you get on that flight, Steve? No question. Uh, no questions about all pre-9/11. that. Pre nine eleven. Yeah, pre nine eleven world. Like it. Basically, he said he was Jackie Chan. They were like, oh, "Okay, yeah, come on board." <laughs> um, uh, so he steals a cab to get around town. Um, and then he picks up Aaliyah after... Well, she gets in. She's trying to avoid, yeah. uh, Chevy said Maurice? She's trying to avoid Maurice while he's rocking out and hitting on some, like, 16-year-old in a music shop. Oh, that's right, the record store, yeah. Uh, and so she runs out, she jumps in what she thinks is a cab, and he's like, no, off-duty. And she's like, here's 50 bucks, take me somewhere. No, off-duty. Just fucking drive! Oh, that's right. She looked at the ID and it was Akbar. like Akbar. Yeah, yeah. By and the like, way, I did like that gag throughout. Yeah. <laughs> they just kept calling you Akbar. <laughs> but yeah, they drive around and, you know, they start talking back and forth. And I guess we're supposed to believe sparks are flying and, you know, all that stuff. Well, he definitely thinks he's getting some. Yeah. <laughs> Although there's a line there where she's like, oh, you seem like a nice guy. Um, yeah, he broke straight out of Hong Kong prison, boarded a flight, I'm assuming under a different identity, stole a cab, picked you up randomly at a oh, record she, store, and... She knows he stole the cab. Because when she yeah. gets out, she says, uh, was it, um, stealing cars uh, isn't a good look for him? I guess compared to the people she's usually around most of the time, he's probably a pretty nice guy. <laughs> and to be fair, yeah, sure, her dad is like the mo- one of those ruthless gang lords... Uh, you know, around. Uh, and then we, and then we go to the real golf course this time. Sorry, yeah. not just the uh, putting green, uh, where we meet Richie Rich, uh, who's apparently the guy who wants to buy, put a bid in for the new NFL franchise, but he needs all the land of the dock so he can propose for the new stadium. Oh, you mean that. poor man's Jerry O'Connell? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Slick back Jerry O'Connell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, basically just expositions thrown out. So it's like, okay, now we know what's going on. Just get uh, me those deeds, O'Day. Yeah. And we go back to Aaliyah's work, where her brother is there hiding Why out. Why are you or... using my phone? You shouldn't be doing dad's work for my business. You know I'm trying to separate myself from that. 
Look, I just needed to call somebody. You know, people are dying. Yeah, well, do it from somewhere else. All right. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, then we get uh, Jet Li going to uh, Poe's apartment. Uh, have we found out he's his brother yet? This is where we find this out. Where, oh, when he goes to oh, the that's apartment. Oh, right. got the pictures. That's right. The flashback. The pictures and, the, and then he finds the flat basketball and it's apparently them crossing the Red Sea or something. Uh, yeah. I, like, they're exca- they're, they were escaping China to get into Hong Kong. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely something like that. Because uh, yeah, I was trying to like, wait, it's not like going from Cuba to America or anything. But yeah, I don't know. Like, they used yeah. a basketball to swim across the ocean. Yeah. And uh, they were never going to make it. But yeah, so it turns out Poe is, his name is Han, is Han's little brother. He let his little brother, his little brother is dead. So now he must get vengeance. Vengeance. And oh yeah, then... and he finds all his brother's toys. Oh, and all his brother's cocaine. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. Isaiah Washington plays a character named Mac in this movie. Yeah. Uh, we get a scene where he meets up with Aaliyah at some brunch spot and kind of causes a scene because he's, he's like trying to hit on her and she's like, whatever, I don't want none of that shit. Uh, he's like, whatever, man, you, you smart to like me. Mm. Yeah, things change real quick around here. Yeah. So at this point, sweetie, do you know who the bad guy is in this movie? Oh, yeah. Do you know who killed Poe? Yes. Because everybody else does. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, spoiler alert. <laughs> but you know at this point. Yeah. Uh, at this point, I know where the rest of the movie is going. Yeah. Because they're not exactly the most subtle with it. No, not even a little bit. And actually, I actually read a little more into this. I thought it was going to get really weird for a bit. Because uh, we get some uh, thing, you know, Jelly's, or sorry, uh, Han's following Trish Ready? around. He's stalking her. Uh, yeah. Oh, and at the point where he pops up inside of her house. <laughs> and, of course, yeah. she's a little concerned. And, As she should be. And, like, Maurice and a couple other the Protector guys come up and they're like, What? what you know, I thought I heard you talking to somebody up here. Like, no, just me, just me. Or, or oh, no, oh, that's right. He was the, posing as, like, the delivery guy, like, oh, leaving. Yeah. And then, yeah. like, where the food at? There ain't no food around here. And so then there's the fight on the stairwell and... <laughs> That stairwell fight was actually pretty cool. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And again, Jet Li doesn't seem phased by any of it whatsoever. Nope. This is just everyday thing to him. Just pop, 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 pop. Um, So he whoops their ass um, and then just steals the Escalade and drives off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the car. Yeah, he steals oh. um, Maurice's. Maurice's. Yeah. Because at this point where he's like, ah, America, great country. Free cars everywhere. Like <laughs> right. Like, so many free cars. <laughs> hey, it's Maurice's fault. He just left the keys in it. And we get a little more backstory where we find out that, uh, um, oh, that's right, Han's talking to his dad or whatever, and we find out that Han was a cop. Yeah. Um, but his uh, brother and his dad were... Um, they were doing gang stuff. Doing gangster shit. Um, and basically to save them from going to prison forever, he, had, he like, covered up for them. He or, went like, to prison took, for them. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he covered it up, and then they fled to America and didn't even bother trying to get him out of jail. Yeah. Which, I'm going to go ahead and say that he probably took, fell on that sword for them, leaning on his, his privilege that his dad was a huge gang leader, thinking his dad was going to be able to get him out of jail. Oh, yeah. That's or, what that conversation sounded like Or at least get him, like, one of those cool, like, mafia cells, where, like, they bring lobster and shrimp every day. Exactly. And... Yeah, where he's, like, running it from inside. Yeah. Yeah, but, well, that's, that's not the case, because, yeah, they ran off to America or whatever, and... Left him to rot. Oh, that's right. And we get the scene where Han is at the park 
with Aaliyah and all the kids are like, hey, who's your boyfriend? Uh-huh. And, oh. and we get that football game where <laughs> Jet Li defies the laws of physics all the time. <laughs> so much wire work in that scene. It was incredible. <laughs> it really was. Oh, that was weird. Yeah, yeah, basically uh, Han and Maurice and I think, yeah, Max there and a bunch of other of uh, the O'Day clan, whatever. They just have a little, like, three-and-three three or four-on-four four little football game, but he's like, yeah, run a butt hook. I'll throw you the ball, and, you'll get, and he gets hit. Oh, yeah. And he's like, why do I keep getting hit? Like, oh, because you're the one with the ball, baby. Yeah. And so then there's, like, a scene where he's, like, he'll catch the ball, but then he'll, like, throw it to the guy so he's holding the ball, and then he gets, like, spinning roundhouse kicked. Great. <laughs> and then it's on to the next guy, and it's like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Again, the, the fight scenes in this movie, I'm okay with. There's obviously oh, yeah. a lot of like wire work and stuff going on, but and again, that, that was another one where you could see gently slowing his himself down for the other actors. Yeah, well, for the camera and stuff too. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, it's like, wait, did he throw a punch? Because the guy's flying away. I don't know. Right. <laughs> oh, that's right. Her brother's name's Colin. Yes, Colin. Colin O'Day. They're the one. Irish Mafia. Yeah, yeah. But I written down. Uh, Colin and Random Ho sitting uh-huh. in his apartment. <laughs> yeah. They're talking about like, oh yeah, we got this. We're going to be legit for good. Nothing could ever happen to us. It's going to be oh, great. Oh, that's all right, baby. Oh, somebody's knocking like at the you, door. Baby. Who is that's it? That's cool, baby. I'm so high, baby. Can you go get the door for me, baby? Okay, but do I put my top on? Nah, no need for that. Alrighty. Oh, hi, gentlemen. <laughs> no, they just go flying oh, out, right the window, right? out the window. <laughs> Flying out a window, fall about, I don't know, 15 stories or so, right into a moat. Uh, oh, Lake Merritt. They're in Lake Merritt. That's right, Lake Merritt. That's right, they wash up in Lake Merritt here in Oakland. Which is like, hey. But yeah, so that happens. And so this time I've written down, so which one is Romeo in this movie? Right? <laughs> no mention about Romeo yeah. so far, except for that he must die. Oh, I also have a note written down about uh, uh, Aaliyah's mutton chops. Her little, little mini mutton chop. Crescents oh, or yeah. whatever. She's got them like pasted to the side of her face. I'm sorry, ladies. The mutton chop thing, not a good look. <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, and then um, Jetly goes through his brother's apartment. He finds the, the list of addresses. And it's like, oh, yeah, these are all businesses owned by uh, along the dog. Uh, we, we should go check them out. So, <laughs> so they go check out one of them. And they are <laughs> they basically open up the door to a warehouse. And there's, I don't know. 20 dead Chinese guys right. lying on the ground. Oh, shit. <laughs> but then they hear people revving motorcycles and driving by, and it's like, oh, oh <laughs> hey, stop right there, blah, blah, blah. Then there's a chase on uh, in uh, his brother's car. That's right, his yes. Poe's car. Poe's car. Um, and then the people on motorcycles chasing after him and, like, shooting back and forth, and a couple get hit and ran off the road. Uh, but it comes down to the last one, and they all have the motorcycle helmets on so you can't tell who it is <laughs> who is it and there's a fight 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 oh and they get smacked off and it's a girl it's one of the girls from the club what Poe. son of a bitch one of the ones with the nip slip but we run into a problem jet lee can't hit a girl oh god damn it and then this scene yes this, this fucking, scene oh god damn it where so, jet lee uses Aaliyah as a weapon jesus fucking christ <laughs> how's it go babe uh. <laughs> so basically, Jet Li uh, uses Aaliyah as like a human shield, but also like moves uh. her arms and legs for her. Almost uh. like they're dancing a little bit, but yeah, fights this, you know, trained assassin. <laughs> they're, they've entered the drift together. 
Because, <laughs> you know, uh, fighting is just like having shared memories. Are, are you saying this is a prequel to Pacific Rim? And the O'Days made their fortune. Charlie O'Day. <gasps> he's this. He's the long lost descendant of DMX. No, no, he's the descendant <laughs> of Aaliyah and Jet Li. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get a Charlie Day. <laughs> that's how you get. It. That's how genetics work, babe. <laughs> okay, All right. Now. Well, we can end the podcast now. We don't need to do any more episodes. <laughs> We've cracked the code. <laughs> And then we get some crab talk with Mac. Uh, basically, Matt goes oh, to one of the companies. Oh, is he Mac talking? Matt goes to a local crab fisherman. It's basically like, hey, I'm saying that DJ. Like, yeah, I don't plan to. Get the fuck out of here. Um, and then Mac, I don't know, just grabs him and puts his face like in with the crabs. And so they start pinching yeah. at him or whatever. And yeah. last right, and gun was pulled and everything too. He's like, you inside those deeds. You inside those fucking deeds. I feel like this isn't legal. <laughs> Like, fine, I'll go in my office and get the deeds. Damn. I'm sorry, I keep them in the vault at the bank because only a dumbass would keep because them on board the ship. <laughs> right. What happens if the ship goes down? Why would I keep it here? What if there's a fire? What if crabs have taken over your establishment? Oh, God, the current crabs have become sentient. Run! <laughs> They're fighting as one unit. <laughs> oh, yeah, then we go to... Uh... Uh, across town, apparently Kay is going to an opium dem boat. Yeah, <laughs> not a not a stereotype at all. I don't know why you would say that. Yeah, and Kay's basically like, "Hey, I have to double down our efforts on security because something might happen here." Oh, what could happen here? I don't know. This. And then they set the boat on fire, oh. and oh no, did we find out who the bad guys are yet? Oh yeah. shit! And then we get uh, Maurice and the boys playing NFL Blitz on PlayStation 2. <laughs> Have we already gotten to the part where uh, we find out the dad's in on it too and he kills his... Uh, we... It, he, kill, he kills uh, two of the other leader heads in the, uh, in the butcher truck. Oh, no, actually, yeah, that's this. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right. Because so that there's the end of the a. Casey. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You show up and they're in the back of the. the, the it's a meat, meat truck. Meat and truck. The, and apparently guys they have all a... the knives and stuff. Yeah. That's right, yeah, that is the scene where we find out everybody's in on it. He's like, okay, I'll be taking over the businesses. Uh, <laughs> this guy will be making you into fine steaks. Right. You guys are going to be this week's Chop Suey. But yeah, they're playing NFL Blitz back at the uh, the O'Day Mansion. Yeah. And Leah goes up to a room, which still looks like she's a 12-year-old girl with like unicorns and shit over. Because she hasn't been home since she was a kid. Yeah. She hasn't been home since she was a 12-year-old and opened up her <laughs> coffee shop, clothing store... <laughs> dance studio the daddy bought for her but he doesn't run yeah um but then Jet Li shows up in the window <laughs> like what? oh hello <laughs> what are you doing here if my daddy finds you he'll kill us that's okay I found out I found out some information uh, what information is that I don't know oh no Maurice is at the <gasps> door cause quick, he has pizza quick hide oh I got some pizza you want some pizza no no I'm good I'm good I'm just playing with my dolls you mean Chinese up there or something? I smell something funny. No, no, I'm just playing with my dolls. All right, well, I gotta get back to this game. Bye. And then he leaves it at the dad. The All dad right, baby. Up. All right, baby girl. I gotta go. It's time to go. I gotta do this one last thing. Nothing could possibly go wrong. Except for that one little thing, Daddy. <laughs> All right, Daddy, you do this one last thing because retirement's worked out so well for African-American men in movies. <laughs> 
Two days, right? Yeah, ho- hopefully two days will have it all squared away. Getting too old for this shit. Two days for retirement. I'm just gonna go take a dump real quick. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh no, there's a bomb. He comes up like it, yeah. it. It's it becomes a farce. Like everybody has to come up for just a minute. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Han and Trish leave out the window, yeah, avoiding they do. all the security that was set for Trish because <laughs> apparently they're under high alert. So then uh, they run off and they go to Silk's casino. Ooh, to Silk's Casino, uh, where I, everything's super smooth. Exactly. Uh, I think that was one of the addresses on the the list, right? Yeah, that they found yeah. in uh, Poe's cocaine <laughs> nightstick. Yeah, cocaine stick. Yeah. His cocaine. His cocaine. Yeah. His mic cocaine. <laughs> Ooh, was it a microphone too? I'm assuming. <laughs> Some sort of recording Who would device. Who did it have on it? An eagle or something? Dragon? He was a dragon head, yeah. Uh, but it still looks, uh, I've written down, there's a lot of dance floor at this casino. Right? <laughs> it's a club. Yeah, yeah, it's a club with probably a couple of machines and a couple Which of... Which would, uh, would be illegal in Oakland. So oh, it's absolutely. It's a legal casino. Well, I don't know. DMX might be part Native American. Oh, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, DMX returns. Basically, he's like, yo, I need to talk to you two up in my office. The fuck? <laughs> And they get up there and like, your, your daddy's running around like he's Donald Trump, buying up everything. Forcing people out don't want to sell. But I, I tell you. I ain't got nothing to do with my daddy no more. Shut up. What I'm saying is, I'm not selling. Fuck that shit. I don't know, I don't know what you're talking about. And then uh, Mac, yeah, Mac comes yeah, in. Yeah, Mac comes in. And he's basically like, yo, Silk, what's going on? We inside that DJ. And I'm not going to, motherfucker. Eat a dick. <laughs> Eat a dick, dumb shit. <laughs> And then, yeah, so he shoots DMX in the stomach. No. Oh, does he go out the window? He, I think he, like, shoots him in the stomach, and then he goes out the window. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, the dance floor, and everybody starts losing their shit. And, like, so, by the way, why did Aaliyah want to go to one of her dad's minions' places anyway if the two of them were trying to hide? There's so much about this movie where it's like, what? why is Aaliyah running around with Jet Li? <laughs> right, so whatever. I'm you can, you can't trust anybody. I get it trust gently i'm gonna you know what i'll even just buy that like for whatever reason she fell in love with this cute guy from hong kong whatever but it's like hmm everybody's hunting us down we should go to one of my dad's friends places so my dad doesn't find out or we could just go to a starbucks starbucks is a, exists in 2000 yeah, but like hmm. oh no we should go walk around the target because let's face it none of those guys are shopping at target yeah, maybe, right. maybe maurice but he's maybe supposed maurice, to be on post yeah. anyway yeah, and, and Jet Li just because he's short on cash. And... Yeah, he's running from the law. All he's got is what was in his brother's coca- cocaine. <laughs> That's going to be a new thing. It is. 100%. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then there's the fight in the club where Jet Li whoops everybody's ass thanks to wire work and yeah. his, his impenetrable hose attack. Yeah. Fights him with his hose. Just whipping it around and yeah. throwing it and pulling it back. He whips his hose back and forth. He whips his hose back and forth. <laughs> Perfect. Actually, no, that was the scene with him and Aaliyah, right? Hose! Oh. Hose! <laughs> yeah, so then after the fight, the deal is $38 million. Yeah, that's what O'Day's getting. Oh, that's right. That's a, his, He's giving them $38 million, so he's like part owner of... He's paying Richie Rich, so he'll be part owner of the the NFL team, and then or or buying in his shares. But then uh, 
O'Day at the last minute is basically like, no, I, I want to be a part owner now. Uh, right. I, I want like 10 or 15% or whatever with this money. And they're like, that, that wasn't part of the deal. And he's like, yeah, but it is now. Without my land, you ain't got shit. So power play, which is always good at the last minute. <laughs> and then uh, basically it's at this time, Mac's also there. And he's like, you stupid son of a bitch. We were going to be able to go legit. Right? You have any idea how many people I killed? <laughs> right. I don't want to go legit. Wait, what are you talking about, Mac? You know damn well I was killing motherfuckers all the time right? so you could go legit. He's like, no, no, I don't know anything about that. You just got those deeds. That's all I know about That's that. That's all I do. Don't be naive. Where do you think those deeds come from? Growing on trees or something. So then there's like the Mexican standoff and yeah. they have a shootout and everybody's like, ah, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take your girl and blah blah blah. No, yeah. not my daughter. And then shit goes awry. So then Mac uh, heads off to the helicopter or something. Or was it Richie Rich went to the helicopter? Richie Rich went to the helicopter. That's right. That's right. Richie Rich goes to the Excuse helicopter. Because he shoots O'Day in the stomach. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, everybody just gets shot up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and basically, and like Mac has the drop on uh, Han. And he's basically like, sorry, Romeo. You gotta die. Womp, <laughs> womp. I mean, roll credits. But then... Aaliyah shoots Mac. <laughs> Didn't see that shit coming. Ugh, Mac down. And then Kay jumps out. And Kay has to fight Han in the real martial arts battle. Yeah. And then there's like that, uh, the the tray of hot coals that gets utilized. Yeah. And it like burns Han's hands. And... Yeah, because yeah, Han goes back to his dad's palatial estate where apparently they're burning all of the... They're like upside down gongs full of full of cinders for yeah. some reason. <laughs> this was back at his father's. That's right, back is where I mentioned after he talked to his father and like, I can't believe you killed your son to to have this go through. Sacrifice your own son. Like, ah, but Poe was a shit and he was gonna cause trouble for everybody anyway. And I knew I knew you'd take over one day, even though you were in jail. Even though you were in jail because we left you there in Hong Kong, um, and basically, like you've brought. Great dishonor to the family. Leaves a gun on the table. Yeah. I know you'll know what to do. Oh, he said, I've already found my brother's killer. Maybe you can now, too. Yeah. Or something like I, that. I just said I would find him. Now it's up to you to avenge him. Or something like that. Yeah. And, and that scene was actually, like, that was legit. A, that was a good scene. <laughs> yeah. That was, like, acting. It was. Like... They all did great. Like, that was well done. I liked that scene a lot. That was intense. Yeah, but not as much wire work in that one. Right? <laughs> Oh, the chat was after the fight with Kay. But eh, whatever. So oh, okay. so Kay and On have their have their epic fight and yeah. it ends with one of the most ridiculous little oh, spin Jesus. kick things I've ever seen in my life. But uh, but yeah, good fighting. I mean they're both like, yeah. trained fighters and Han know, almost cool loses background. it. Yeah. Which I'm not I'm sorry, I just don't buy Jet Lee almost losing that fight, but I mean, they had not, to keep the tension up. It's not like Russell Wong's a, you know... Oh, not that he's a slacker or anything, you know? but yeah. I'm just saying that, like, having watched... If, oh. if if Han was fighting the way he had fought his way out of the prison, Kay would not have had a chance. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was after a long day of, like, getting shot up That's and getting true. thrown through windows and yeah. fighting people with hoes. And... I'm, I'm sure him and Aaliyah banged it out a couple times. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that makes you weak in the knees and... <laughs> Yeah, so drains your chi. Yeah, right. <laughs> His chi is literally all over her bedroom, um, <laughs> or at least the garden. 
Yeah, so then we get the scene with the dad where, like, you brought great dishonor. Yeah. And then the dad shoots himself. Oh, he, he finally avenged Poe's death. Yeah. And then he walks out of the mansion. The cops show up. And he just walks right... They walk this right is always the scene at the end of movies where it's like, no, 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 no. They're getting pulled in for questioning. <laughs> Everyone. This, this is like the end of Stone Cold where it's oh, like... Oh, <laughs> wait. Oh, and he's a felon from another country. Yeah. We're assuming he, he's in jail for life. They set him up for something awful who's in the country illegally. At the very least, it's like, all right, there's a lot of dead Chinese people at this mansion. Did you at least witness what happened here? Chinese I, guy? I assume you worked here or something. Oh, you're the dead oh. you're, you're the dead guy's son? Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, let's get your hands worked up, you know, looked at by a paramedic right? or something. Yeah, anything like that. No. Just him and Aaliyah just have little snarky comments and walk off as all the cops yeah. just run past him. And she and... has to basically carry him out because he got the shit beat out of him yeah. multiple times. Yeah. And then that's roll credits to uh, DMX and Aaliyah's uh, Back in One Piece or whatever the song was. I'm where... just gonna give it to you. No, 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 babe. I know. It's even better. It's the, uh, do you know what a dog needs? Oh, God damn it. Do you really know what a dog needs? Oh, God damn it. Do, do you know what a dog needs? I do know what a dog needs. A dog needs a bitch. A down-ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So that's Romeo Must Die. <laughs> yep. Babe, would yep. you recommend Romeo Must Die? You know, like I say, it's not the worst movie we've done in this year podcast. It's really not. Maybe. It's fucking ridiculous, but it feels very 2000, yeah. and it's a little nostalgic. Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. ridiculous. And just, but, yeah, the, the fight scenes are great. Aaliyah's last movie? Uh, more on that later. It's not her last. It's, okay. It's one of the few Aaliyah yeah, movies. Yeah, one of the few Aaliyah movies. God bless. But, um, yeah, I, I liked it. If you're looking to watch it, to watch DMX, it's not the best movie. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but more on those coming later, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back... Fun facts, more beer, what? and what we learned from Romeo Must Die. Well, that'll be short. <laughs> Stop! Drop! DMX, BMX shop! Oh! Yo! Get a new bike and roll. People wanna buy, sells more wanna lie, and that's exactly why. Edges limping bikes, get at me dog, and this bike with this new store I flip. Cause people know what I pimp, it's gonna be some slick. Don't know what to look for when you walk through the door of my renovated store. Boom, not anymore. Hello, my name is Wayne. How about a new chain? Tires so you can maintain, great traction in the rain. My salespeople with it. You want it? Come get it. Need repairs? We'll fix it. Whatever you got, we did it. Is DMX going crazy? With these prices, maybe. Backseat for your baby? That's my business, lady. Gotta make a move. We got electrics, too. Brand new bigger bike groove. Got them all like, ooh. So the next time, you're downtown with a dime. Bring her on inside and leave with a new ride. Stop. Drop. DMX, BMX shop. Quality cheap, motherfucker. Hey. I heard you like movies. I heard you like to hustle. I heard you like podcasts. Well, guess what? There's a podcast for you out there called The Home Video Hustle. Damn right. Every Friday, we talk about whatever movie PJ picks out the bag. What does that mean? 
every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I put a bunch of movies in a bag and PJ picks one out at random. Mm -hmm. And then we just watch it. We talk about it for maybe like an hour, hour and a half, two hours. Whatever we feel like doing, wherever the conversation leads us. But do we actually talk about the movie? Most of the time. Ah. Tangents galore. Yes. So believe me, we may be a movie podcast, but it's not always about movies. We might talk about video games, mm-hmm. music. music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the big one. Music. Uh, sometimes we might get a little bit of politicalness in there. Yes. Sometimes we may just. Oh, we know what we like to do. We like to tell stories, PJ. Ah, yes. I am the master storyteller <laughs> yes. of the podcast realm. <laughs> Undefeated. <laughs> so if you like to hear about movies, video games, whatever foolishness comes to our mind, the most random stuff you can think of, check out the Home Video Hustle. You can find us on the Stitchers, yes, the Google Play, yes, Apple Podcasts, what else? Podbean, what else? Podcast Addict, goddamn, all that. Ain't no reason you can't get your hustle on. We everywhere, worldwide, baby. Hustle, motherfucking hustle. Hey, we can't cuss in the promo, PJ. Ah, we gotta be family friendly. There may be podcasts out there that don't want his hair to say. Ah. Ah. Yeah, all that good fun stuff. <laughs> well, <laughs> f- you. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't, don't run the listeners away, Peach. Ah, I'm sorry. But this is going kind of long. Yes. So we'll end this and say, hey, check out the Home Video Hustle every Friday on all the various podcast outlets. Peace. Peace. Have you ever watched an absolutely terrible movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every other week, we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it so you don't have to. And then every other other week, we ate your cues with our mailbag. Or, you know, talk about whatever. Yeah, no big whoop. No, no big whoop at all. So that's what were they thinking? You can catch us on Podbean, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and more. Uh, also, a ton of platforms that Brendan made up. Hi, this is Dana Gould, and you're listening to everything I learned from movies on your radio, phone, computer, television, or record player. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve, those are the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. Yeah, ah! Man. <clears throat> Sounds like DMX over here. <clears throat> oh, it's all this dry mountain air. Yeah, it really, really parches you. Yeah, you got something to quench it? Oh, oh, looky here. From... Talisman Brewery, Brewing in Ogden, Utah. Ooh, we have Killer Grove, a blood orange uh, wheat beer. Yeah, it's like a honey, honey wheat. It's a honey wheat blood with orange. blood orange. Yeah. All right, and this is in a crowler, which is a thirty-two ounce can. Yeah. It's bigger than a tall boy, kids. Mm. <gasps> oh, my top. Woo! Ooh, my top. <laughs> Must be the ev- elevation. All right, that is a full can. Time to pour. Oh yeah. Oh, that's a beautiful color. Oh yeah, baby, give it to me. Yeah, baby. What? Oh yeah. Come on. You know what a girl needs? A blood orange wheat beer. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so I'm not like as you probably know during this podcast, my nose is stuff, so I have no idea how this smells. Yeah, it's a but hazy. It's very hazy. Thing. Yeah, it. Looks like if you squeeze blood orange into a light beer, like it's kind of a, it's got like red, kind of rubyish highlights. And it's kind of an orangey color. It's beautiful. Yeah, even the head seems to have a little. Uh, yeah, it's got into it. like a yeah, it's got like a little off-white head on it. Not a little. It's got a nice big frothy off-white head to it. Steve's got in for the taste. Oh yeah, it's very 
very juicy. Like, yeah, with the, uh, yeah. like, the orange and citrus flavors. But it's not overly sweet. Like, it's yeah. almost more like a, it's, like, it's not bitter orange, per se, but, yeah, it's definitely more like orange zest. Yeah, yeah, like the pith and stuff. But, yeah, the, this good, is full body, like, it's got a good multi-background to it and stuff, too. And yeah, it's like a good yeah. half full, uh, little sweet citrusy twinge and stuff to it yeah this is a delightful beer i'll drink this all day and this was four percent as well there's only four? Oh man yep all their beers were four i think there must be some utah law about four percent now mm. dang because i know the ones in the bottles and stuff like some of them were like eight but yeah, but not really everything they had on tap was yeah, four. Tap. yeah that's weird all right well hey utah for light beers yeah drinking all day beers all right, who wants some fun facts? Fun facts, or super fun facts, because the fuck fun facts. All right, $25 million budget in 2000. Ooh. How much do you think it grossed worldwide? Uh, let's see, it does have Aaliyah, BMX, and... Jelly. Jelly. Um, $50 million. $91 million. Good for wide. them. That's also why Cradle to the Grave came out like a year or two later. So basically a sequel. But uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, in fact, Jet Li, DMX, and Anthony Anderson also starred together in the action flick Cradle to the Grave. Aaliyah was also set to star alongside them until her untimely death, and her, her role was later given to Gabrielle Union. Oh. Uh, this was also the film acting debut of singer Aaliyah. What? Oh, so it's her first movie. It was her first, yeah. Unfortunately, I think she was in like three or four, unfortunately, but... Aww. Yeah. Uh, despite the fact that the movie claims to take place in California, most of it was filmed in Vancouver, British Columbia. What? And only a few shots were filmed in California, like Lake Merritt, for one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the golf scene uh, is filmed on the same golf course, Furry Creek Golf and Country Club, where Bob Barker beat up Adam Sandler in the movie Happy Gilmore. Yeah, baby! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, the last one fact here. Yeah? An alternate version of the ending was filmed. What? In which Han and Trish kiss. Ooh! It was reported that this ending was not liked by the test screening audience who were uncomfortable with an interracial romance. What? But, according to Jet Li... It was deemed inappropriate for Han to be too romantic after seeing Cho's suicide. That's true. <laughs> at the ending, uh, with the kids being used instead, yeah. I so, I will grant them that. Yeah, it's 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 kind of weird where it's like, yeah, my dad just killed himself after admitting he killed my brother. Um, let's make out. Let's uh, a little uh, little hand job. Of course, it could be that he's just so thrilled to be alive. That is also true. Plus the the hands and everything and you know what you know what it is i know people said it was like oh interracial i bet it's just that physically Aaliyah's bigger than jet lee that was also kind of off <laughs> and she's got all the big hair so her head looks huge compared to his yeah yeah kind of uh, i think so they're, both, they're both like five two or something <laughs> like they were <laughs> it was odd when they were in scenes like with anthony anderson who you would suspect was a tall guy. I don't think he is, but but he, he looks, looks like large a large compared to them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, babe, what did we learn from Romeo Must Die? Mm, I'm gonna steal. I think something that Steve learned from this movie. Oh yeah. Steve, you know what I learned from this movie? What's that? What a dog needs. <laughs> did you really learn what a dog needs? I learned what a dog needs. 
He needs a bitch. Uh, I also learned some you win and dim sum you lose. That's right. They kept calling him dim sum. <laughs> I enjoyed it where for the first two thirds of the movie they just kept calling him Akbar. I just really thought that was funny. Yeah. Uh, I also learned uh, Aaliyah can be used as a wet weapon in case of emergency. This lady on lady violence. Uh, I did learn that apparently it's okay to run a laundromat, coffee shop, dress shop, dance studio, orphanage. Yeah, yeah. In like 35 square feet. And if you need to end a bar fight, just ask DMX. Oh, yeah. Don't end that <laughs> shit quick. He'll bring a machine gun to a fist fight. <laughs> you know what I also learned? On this here podcast, we enjoy cocaines. Yes, cocaines. <laughs> it's a cane for your coke, but it's a coke cane. Babe, Steve, do we have a new sponsor? I was gonna say, babe, if we were looking to uh, buy coke canes, where could we find some on short notice? You could check out our podcast at <laughs> untidyvenus.etsy.com. Is that where our podcast is now? No. Uh, of course, we're at eilfm.podbean.com. Uh, of course, you can find us on all the Twitters and Instagrams and Facebooks at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. And we just want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas and a Merry Happy New Year. DMXmas to all to all of DMXmas night. Yeah, we got to see, uh, got to meet and collaborate with a lot of our uh, wonderful Patreon patronizers over the last month or two, and we got to hang out with uh, Ruben and Erica when we were Woo-hoo! here in Utah. Uh, they may be on a future episode. We'll see what? about that. Um, yeah, we just, God, we've had an amazing year. It's been such a great year. I thank all the people who download this podcast. Thank yeah. you, guys. We've had a great year, and we love you all. Yeah, you guys make it possible so we can talk to the likes of John C. McGinley what? and Thomas Jane and what? Dana Gould and yeah. fuck, uh, Gary Goddard, oh Catherine Mary Stewart. Yeah, yeah, Gary so Goddard on our latest one. That was that was. So awesome. Talk to the creator of like one of my favorite shows as a kid. <laughs> we, we've had an excellent year. Thank you all so much. Yeah. So until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from, from movies. movies. Have a good night, everybody. Night, everybody. What? Uh, hey, yo. You know what a dog is? Do you really know what a dog is? From chasing the cat on the tree. Let me see what I gotta see. Do what I gotta do. Dog for life, but keep it true. Live and learn. Life's a lesson. Life is a lesson. And I'm the teacher. First I'm gonna crawl, then I'm gonna walk, then I'm gonna stand, then I'm gonna talk. But I gotta learn in order to teach. Then I gotta burn in order to reach my neck. Yo, I see what I see. The Lord will pave my way. What? Have I been forgotten? Have I forsaken? Uh-huh. Or maybe I'm just wrong with the moves that I've been making. Uh-huh. Hating others because they hate me over envy. Wanna send me when we used to be friendly. You think I started off on top with two platinum albums? Nah, dog. I started off on the block. I just did shit to get shit. Uh-huh. Niggas always knew I was down to hit shit. That's why I stayed rich. What? Played-
You know Dasher and Dancer, Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donder and Blitzen. But do you recall, what's that? The most famous reindeer of all. Come on! Rudolph the Red. 